The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And what a beautiful holy day this is. Such glorious things, dear ones. Yet, I've been hearing many folks around town saying that the holiday season wears them out. It seems like every year in America, the popular culture holiday season starts a week or so before Halloween and goes until Valentine's Day. And our lives get overwhelmed in it sometimes. There can be a sort of seasonally affective disorder that comes over us. Gift cards, put on credit cards, crammed into Hallmark cards at the very last minute. We have this kind of frenzy that comes over us that somehow loses the sense of why it is we are here. Sometimes the Hallmark Christmas card doesn't measure up in our experience. So often the stuff we really care about gets crowded out by the stuff we really don't care about. So we try to juggle and be responsible with all the obligations of the season and with the rhythm of the life of the church, with our work, and with all the unforeseen things that seem to come at us at this season. Yet for all of our plans, there never seem to be enough hours in the day. Well, then we get this banquet invitation. Right in the middle of the busiest season of the year. And we know it will be a wonderful meal that we really shouldn't miss. But our lives are so crowded with so many other priorities. Why, I've barely started my Christmas shopping. How can I go to the feast? How can I take the time out for a banquet? Brothers and sisters, dear children, little ones here for the first time, rejoice with the Lord and with all the saints and the angels, that you have come to the banquet today. He invited you, and you came. He invited you, and you didn't make an excuse. He invited you, and here you are. Our meal today, to all appearances, is a simple one, but it is the most costly gift that could be given at this season. Our Lord Jesus came down from the comfort of heaven and laid down his life to provide this banquet. And we dine here not on some exotic catered specialty at a party table that Martha Stewart would envy or that only the rich could, could afford but rather we dine on that which is most precious, precious to the poor and precious to the affluent, precious to all men and women. We are fed here on the charity of love, his life for ours, our life for his, each of our lives 
for one another. The richest man in all the cosmos could not buy such a banquet, for such a banquet must only be given. It cannot be bought with money. It cannot be bought and it cannot be taken. It must be given and freely given it is to each and all of us today. It is offered in behalf of all and for all, even for those who made excuses, those of us who made excuses, and did not prepare properly. But somehow, by the grace of God, we are here. And in this, we lift up with faith what is offered for those we care for, for all those we care for, for those who have gone before, for those who are absent from here, we offer it for all. And we pray that it is multiplied for all the poor and needy of our community. And if we receive it in faith and love, it will satisfy our every need as nothing put on a credit card ever could. It will heal our every infirmity as no doctor could heal. So why then is this banquet hall not filled? We lift our hands up in thanksgiving for each and all, but there are still spaces left. Why is this? The spaces that are left should be filled up with the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the lonely of this city. At the Lord's invitation, and in the similitude of his invitation, we should compel them to come in and partake. St. Ambrose observed that handicaps do not exclude us from the kingdom of heaven. And further, he invites both the good and the evil to enter, to strengthen the good and to change the disposition of the wicked for the better. For thus is fulfilled the saying, wolves and lambs will feed together. On the way in, Father Nicholas said that was proven by the two of us. <laughs> he being the lamb, me being the wolf. And further, St. Cyril of Alexandria, in his commentary on the passage, said, The creator of the universe and the father of glory makes this great festival for the whole world to honor Christ. Why is not the whole world here? It is not here because we have not compelled them to be here. We have not welcomed them here. We have not invited them here. Let us welcome them and compel them if they won't be welcomed. They must be here to honor Christ, for that is why we are here. I beg you, have a care that we hold this feast dear, for it was prepared and delivered to us at a great price. It was passed to us by our holy forefathers and our holy mothers. We did not make it up ourselves. And perhaps that is why we protect the shape and the form of it so dearly. We did not make it up. But as Rich Mullins said, I did not make this, but it is making me. We did not make this, 
but it is remaking us. We remember, therefore, the ancestors, all the holy ancestors, the forefathers and foremothers of Christ, those who delivered this, in a sense, to us, those who set aside a piece of their field, those who set aside a tithe of their field and worked it and grew wheat there and grew the wheat that became that first holy loaf, those who set aside a portion of their vineyards and picked out the most precious and perfect vine within their vineyard, set it aside and gave it as a tithe to fill the first holy chalice. This is what has been passed to us. We do not change the recipe. We take what has been given to us and we lift it up again and multiply it and make it our own and share it with all. This is what we celebrate today. From the holy forefathers and foremothers, we have received this. It is making us and remaking us. This simple feast that they have taught us to make is the most precious gift you could give to your children. So in this celebration of the Advent, make no excuses. Our lives are so crowded and so busy, but this feast is what we were born for. This feast is what we were baptized for. This feast is what humanity was created for. If we, in the season of Advent, will make a little space in our heart, if we will give a little tithe of ourselves for him, if we will make that space in our heart like the manger that was made in the stable cave, then he will make a very spacious place for us at his table, and he will make a spacious place for all the world to offer the bread of heaven that gives us eternal life. So with the fear of God, with faith and love, when all things are ready and we are called, let us come forth in fear and in faith and in expectation of a great gift to the glory of God the Father. Amen.